What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film Slice of TV, where we talk about new release TV shows out there. Today, we are continuing our talk about the Halo TV series on Paramount+. Plus. Joining me, once again, is the wonderful Andrew Shoning. Welcome back, sir. Well, thank you for having me back, I always sir. clap. At, listen, Dan and Angela are on, are on every week. They still get a clap like they're guests. Even though they are co-hosts for the show, well, it makes it makes <laughs> me feel it makes me feel so official. All our all our guests and co-hosts get, you know, the clap, not not the clap, the oh, oh, not clap. That clap, no, not that clap, no, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> very good. Oh my goodness! So we are here to talk about episode three of Halo, the series, titled Emergence. Shoning, start us off with your thoughts on this episode. And uh, yeah, we'll kick it off there. This has been by far one of my this, this is my favorite episode out of out of the series yet. And I know that that's not saying much. We're only three episodes into this, but um, I went into this. Uh, people who've watched this past two episodes, uh, they probably were held at a high expectation. I felt like the the expectations were achieved. Um, mm -hmm. I was very pleasantly surprised with all of the events that happened in it. And I was, um, this one definitely just left me wanting more. I want to see episode four. I want to see the next ones. Cause I'm just like, I'm like, yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing halo. I'm finally right. seeing like the games. I'm like, this is, this is it. We're, we're doing things and I, I feel good. And I'm just, if I wasn't invested fully in episode two, I am now in three. So I hope it just keeps rolling with this. I, I I agree. This is definitely the best episode so far. I mean, like you said, it's only three episodes in, so it's kind of hard. You know, once you get farther into the show, then you can kind of look back and see uh, it, through a different lens. But yeah, this episode is great. The performance, I think the performances from these actors are great. I don't want to say fantastic. I feel like I'd be putting it like way up there. I feel like but, you like, can always have actors do better. So I yeah. don't ever want to tell them that, hey, you did a 10 out of 10 job, but these guys are definitely hitting some high marks and I feel good about it. Yeah, I think Pablo uh, Shriver is doing a fantastic job portraying this really just different look for Master Chief. Um, and, you know, because we're seeing John, a.k.a. Master Chief, just for people who are, are like, what? Uh yeah, we're seeing him in a whole different light. We're seeing things that we've never seen in the games with with this character. You know, he's out of his suit a lot. You know, visually, we get to see him out of his suit. Um, and he's going through some stuff. Um, we're kind of... And, of course, we see him... You know, we see the, the introduction between him and a certain character, which we'll talk about when we get into spoilers. I just... I love what they're... The direction they're going with this. I have a lot of questions on one of the characters and the kind of the things that come with that character. Uh, this I'm having a blast. Have you been watching the behind the scenes like series I, that they've I been haven't. doing? I haven't, I, but it's on my watch list because I feel like they dot. I feel like from the, the little snippets that I see, you know, cause they always like to throw it at you during one of the commercial breaks at on, you know, Paramount plus. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm just like one of those that I'm like I should be watching that because I feel like they're going to dive deeper into what like why these actors and actresses are playing the characters and how they feel like they need to be portraying them. So I haven't personally watched it, but it's definitely on my watch list. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean I I I'm a sucker for behind the scenes, like how they made it or like just even interviews with the actors portraying certain characters and you can either tell that this guy you know that a, an actor is just doing it for the paycheck or he's doing it because he's passionate about the project right. uh, and you know i won't spoil you know what they were talking about but uh they, so each one they interview a certain actor from the show uh and i've only watched the first first one because i didn't even know that they existed until i watched today's uh episode we're filming on a friday i don't know when what do they come out on thursdays they come out on thursdays yep I don't even know. I watch them on Fridays. <laughs> but, All good. All good. But, but yeah, so I didn't even know that they were there. So once I saw them, I was like, hell yeah, I got to start watching these. The first one had um, Pablo Shriver, uh, Shriver 
mm-hmm. they interviewed him and you know it just he seemed very passionate he was very excited you know even though uh, he you know he stated he wasn't um you know a huge fan of the games like he did play it in his youth you know he was like a i think he said he was a teenager when they first came out so he you know he played here and there but it wasn't like something you know but he knew the popularity of the sh- of the games and how big of a uh, you know how big of a deal it was for for fans so he wanted to do it do right by the fans even if mm. most fans are kind of questioning what this show really is you know cuz like we talked about last week if there, a lot of people are just sitting here comparing to the games like that doesn't happen that doesn't happen that doesn't happen and it's like you got like open your eyes read Right. Notice that this is a show that is doing its own thing. And they even state it like in the I said I wasn't going to spoil the behind the scenes thing, but I'm going to spoil a little bit. They state that that's what they did. Like in the they like we they took. You know, important characters and important settings and just important things from the games and then created what they created their own timeline. Right. That's what we're getting. So people need to chill out, watch <laughs> it and you know, watch it for, you know, what it is instead of, you know, what you're imagining it to be. I'm so sick of reading all of the comments that are just immediately posted on, you know, something. It's like, this isn't my Master Chief. Master yep. Chief never takes off his helmet, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I'm like, you know, honestly, dude, if you would just get past that real quick, mm-hmm. you would seriously realize that this show is a work of art. They are doing a just right fine job with this there there is nothing that i can sit there and say like this has glaring issues in it i Mm -hmm. i can't sit there and say that because there hasn't been while episode two was slower than you know was a was a slower one it's kind of like to me i also sit back and i think to myself how did i feel when i started watching wandavision Mm -hmm. uh when it came out on disney plus that was the very first like big marvel thing you know that came out on disney plus that it it was it was its own thing so i'm like sitting here going like this is kind of like paramount plus's big thing you know they they have this and it's new to the streaming service it's it's something that you know everybody it's got a huge following like marvel does right and you you aren't gonna please all of the people all of the time but i remember sitting there watching it and for the first two episodes of wandavision i was like this is boring I don't even know what we're doing here. I don't understand, but I stuck around till episode three and I started watching. And then all of a sudden it was like, it all makes sense. I got this. This is sweet. You know, if you can just put it past you and sit there and say, you know, they're doing something different here. I I mean, I feel like you can be so much happier in this world. It's just, (laughs) why, why do you have to sit there and go like, well, this isn't how it happened. And I hate it because of that. Right. some of the things I've read is also the fact that there's really, there's really not a lot of action. There's not a lot of action set pieces as people, you know, would want from Halo. And it's understandable to a degree, but it's also like, they're trying to tell a story and to tell a good story is not just going to be things exploding and him running around in full armor, you know, beating the shit out of, uh, you know, covenant and all that. It's it's gotta tell some, and this is John's story. This is a this is a the show is really its main plot point is telling John's story, you know, from him being an established Spartan, being like the leader of the silver of the silver team, and really, and then everything you know just from touching this this thing is changing his entire trajectory through life. But it's also helping to create other things uh, that we'll talk about later when we talk about spoilers. This show, this show's doing a lot of stuff that I'm enjoying, even though, yes, there are some spots where it's like, okay, we could have cut this down five minutes, five, ten mm-hmm. minutes. We didn't need all this. I feel my biggest gripe with this show so far is kind of the conversations between, um, God, what the heck is the character's name? It's the one that works with, that she lives with the, the covenant like the higher ups there oh yeah i know what you're talking about um uh mac mackie is that how is that i think like, i think McKee? that's what her, yeah McKee? 
yeah it's, it's charlie murphy's character and yes i kind of share that exact same grievance with you it's just it's tough i mm-hmm. I, I don't want to dive too far into it because i feel like we need to discuss more of that in spoilers yeah oh definitely uh, I really like I stated last week, I really I think the thing I'm I'm kind of afraid of with the show is that they are going to put out too many plot lines and it's not all going to coherently come together. Right. Uh, th- I mean, they have so Paramount Plus is already green latest season two, so we don't have to worry about like as of right now, we don't mm-hmm. have to worry about Halo being canceled, um, which is always kind of that like that worry when you're watching a you know, a first season of a show, especially with some of the negative responses from fans like, Oh, you know, it would suck if they, they built all this up and then they, you know, the last episode happens and then it gets canceled. The fact that we're getting season two kind of gives me a little bit of a relief. So I, you know, I know we're going to get answers to a lot of questions um, that we might have throughout this first season. People got to realize too, is that, Mandalorian season one wasn't great. Right. If if you're a Mandalorian fan out there, season one of Mandalorian was there was only a few episodes that were like really strong and the rest of them were kind of just fillers or boring. They took that. They saw what worked and what didn't work. And then season two came out and it was a freaking everything. It was a banger. It just everything fit perfectly like, well, it, all the stories made sense. They were cohesive with each other and season two was, you know, it knocked it out of the park. So that's what I'm feeling. I, at at least for most, you know, for most fans, hopefully that's what you get for me. I'm enjoying the hell out of this show. Shoning's enjoying the hell out of the show. And we're going to, we're going to keep talking about it every week until season finale. And then we're going to just wish that there was more anyway. So exactly that. Then, then after that, I'm probably going to just play all the games over again because I haven't played them yeah. in like 15 years. So I need to hop back into them. <laughs> so let's hop into spoilers. I feel like we're, it's long enough that, you know, I'm, we're, we're, we're holding it in. We're already about 15 minutes into the show. So it's like we need to talk about spoilers. <laughs> so if you haven't watched season three, season three, episode three, Jesus, I'm jumping like four years <laughs> in the future. If you have watched episode three. <laughs> If you haven't watched this episode yet, please go watch it before you watch this review. Or if you want to get spoiled, stay, stay here. Keep listening. We'll spoil it for you. Yeah, we were going to. So this episode, it opens up to like this trash. It's like a trash planet. It kind of reminds me of the trash planet from Thor Ragnarok. The one that. Yes. From Shakar. Where, where everything, <laughs> everything that's missing goes. Yes. Yeah. And we see these two little kids and they're and one of them is reading a story. This little boy is reading a story to this little girl. And. You know, things it's literally a it's it's a slave planet because literally there it's you have the overseers and then you have the people who are just their lives consist of like picking up trash mm-hmm. and like, you know, going through the trash. And these kids are hiding, even like the kids have to work. So they're they get caught. They run away. The freaking little boy gets killed. I was like, damn, this show is going dark. I was going to say, like, they killed the little boy, like, by beating him, by legitimately beating him. And I'm just like, oh, so we're just going to show, you know, we showed we showed nudity at the end of of episode two. We're just going to show, like, child brutality in episode three, like, right off the get go. So, hey, what else is what else are we going to see? Don't worry, we get some man ass in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> we do. You're right. You're not wrong. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we gave you we gave you the girl. We gave you the uh, the lady ass in the last one. So here we go. Here's some man ass. And we're like, we're, right, we're going to tailor to everybody else now. I didn't hate it. I mean, I'm <laughs> I mean, not going to lie. Pablo he looks Schreiber good. <laughs> a, he's a fine man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she gets caught. She takes the book that they were reading and she ends up running into more of these overseers and they start to beat uh beater. And then this was what was confusing is you see the covenant ship and everybody reacts. So they they start scattering and running. And one of the overseers says it's grunts. And I got so excited <laughs> because you thought you were going to see grunts. I thought I was going to see those little bastards run, <laughs> run from like, 
But then it was two elites. I was like, what? Those are grunts. What are you doing there? What are you doing? Don't do that. Don't say these are grunts because they're like just they're lower on the total. No, I want to see actual grunts in this show. Halo. Come on. Can I just just say that I feel like the grunts are going to be like what Master Chief's taking off his helmet should have been. Like we're not going to see grunts until like the season finale episode. And we're just going to finally like we get to the season finale and then all of a sudden there's going to be like two grunts that are just like talking smack and running across the screen and we're just going to be like this whole season is worth it we're done i can turn this off (laughs) give me season two we're good oh man yeah but i was very i I heard them say uh it's two grunts and i i legit got like my eyes went really wide i was like and then two elites came out and i was like no what (laughs) disappointment Oh, you got me, guys. You they you did. got me. <laughs> they did. So the uh, the grunts, air quote, uh, they pretty much like destroy these overseers. They just knock them like a baseball out of the park. And they they're looking for something. And they think it's like they think they're looking for an item, but it's actually this little girl. And then you find out the little girl is the um the what was her name again mackie mackie what did they call her is she the chosen one yeah they i mean she's like like a a chosen one yeah so yeah you find out that that's her as a kid and it goes to like you know the future or into current uh present time and she is pretty much she is tasked to go find the oh what the heck does she call it keystone the keystone that master chief has right and she so the plan is literally to get the keystone and kill and the like added bonus is killing master chief and bringing Mm -hmm. his head to um pretty much to the covenant yeah to the prophets what what do you think of her character? Like, what do you think with like we talked about earlier, like the scenes between her, like I, to be honest, I, I guess I like, I can appreciate what they're trying to do, but can we just not with this language? It's for not, it's not real. It's just something they made up for the show. So it's like, why is it here? I, her character is like the only one so far that I'm just kind of like, I understand the importance of why she's there. Yeah. The covenant, the covenant need a human to be able to activate the artifacts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I guess, I guess that's not necessarily known to everybody. Um, if you played halo, you, you, you would know that humans have the ability to interact with forerunner, uh, artifacts, but I mean, to everybody else, I suppose that's not necessarily known, but that's basically what they're keeping her there for is that she can activate these these artifacts um somehow she is able to see where the artifacts are that hasn't been touched on but yeah she you you hear them talk in episode 3 about how she saw this keystone and she knew where it was and she sent the covenant there to look for it yeah. And it was right. And according to the past episodes, um, be, between, uh, mercy and her, uh, they say that, you know, they found it right where she told them it was. So somehow she's got this foresight. Now I'm wondering whether her, her ability to do that isn't kind of like the visions that John is seeing. Yeah. Because you kind of find out later in the episode that John's, visions he he's seen one of these keystones before yeah and at the end you know they're headed they're headed off to find to find supposedly the second keystone and um so i'm wondering kind of whether that doesn't have something to do with it a little bit but it's just they gave us a little bit of a backstory into her character you know how she came to be with the covenant but i'm also i i was a little let down to be honest um while I understand there's still more episodes to 
branch out, you know, why she went to the covenant and how she became, you know, think th this way where she hates all humans. Right now, I mean, basically, the only reason that you think that she hates humans is just the fact that she got she she lived on this planet. She got beat once, mm -hmm. and just all humans are bad. I mean, that's just that's just how it goes. <laughs> I mean, yep. all humans are are absolutely terrible, and I'm sure that probably came also from years and years of if you want to call it brainwashing by the covenant and stuff like that, you know, living with them and stuff like that. Right. But it's just, it seems like there's just such a hole in her character development. And I honestly hope they fill that. Yeah. Um, just how, why, what is just driving her to do what she's doing? I mean, mm -hmm. uh, because it's like you said, she, she goes off to find this keystone, but she promises the prophets before she leaves. She's like, I'll do you one better. She's like, I will bring the, the demon, demon being yeah. John. I'll bring his head back. And I'm just like, all right. Okay. That's extreme <laughs> for a guy that you legitimately have never met. Other than the fact that, you know, that he took your precious stone, but whatever. Yeah. Um, it's just, I, I, I need, I need a little bit more backstory for her and I hope they continue to, to weave that a little bit in the next next couple episodes yeah and uh, like what what the hell is that the flood that she controls what is that oh oh okay so here's the wonderful next thing so you were talking about how we haven't seen grunts okay grunts aren't the only thing we haven't seen we haven't seen jackals no nope. the, the little sniper bird guys yeah will you see it only for a split second to know what those things are that she sicks on all the UNSC guys. They're hunters. They're those big, big uh, armored things. Uh, did you have you played the game? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you know those big things that had the big shields and the yeah. fuel rod cannons. It's them. That's what they are. And in the lore, the hunters are made up of tons of just these like worm-like creatures. And you only the only reason that you would be able to glean that is because in the scene where the UNSC is sending the uh the whatever escape pod to her on the Covenant ship. Yeah. And she's on her little device crying and you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You see in the corner of the frame there a one of the hunter's big boots. And you see them kind of like sl slithering around and stuff like that. It's a hunter, but it's not in its and it's like uniform armor or it's armor, yeah in its yeah. uniform thing where they're all together. What the frick? I never yeah. like I never knew that that's what hunters were. I thought they were just yeah. giant, uh, like a giant species of the Covenant. But that's no, they're they're legitimately crazy. made out of like a a group of like worm creatures. Wow, that's. Wow. <laughs> so it's interesting because we see them like that, but they haven't shown us the hunters in there uh right. in their actual uh, actual forms. Uh, um yeah. it's going to be interesting because you know at first we were only introduced to the Sangheelis. I mean, we've seen the elites and the prophets. And now you got like this little taste that hey, the other factions of the covenant are here. We just we're just not showing them to you yet. Yeah, I really I really hope we see more of the Covenant instead of just the elites. I I I like the elites; they look cool. But give me more. There's so many different of characters of the of the Covenant that are just so interesting. I mean, listen, I'm a grunt. I love the grunts. I was going to say me? we still want the grunts. So one of the best part of the like fighting the Covenant is just going and slapping the, is literally button hitting the freaking grunt with the butt of your gun and listening to him just scream or like he says some quirky. He sees you and they scream something as they talk to each other and run away. It's so great. We need that. We need that little bit Fantastic. of like humor with this. I'm I'm gonna be really upset, like I said, if if there's not at least some of that before the end of the season uh the end of the season finale, I will be so upset. Yeah. I I would be pretty upset too. Uh another part of this that's kind of like where is this going to go that kind of seems like it doesn't need to happen is the Quan storyline where she needs to go back to magical and mess with yeah uh the the guy who's like in charge there now and yeah, i'm just uh, like i you, dude yeah i i'm just like okay <laughs> like i 
I think that's the thing that I'm kind of worried about with this show. It's like I'm enjoying the John aspect of the show. I'm, you know, and I I know that the the Mackie um, plot, you know, is going to inter intersect with John, but it's but then you have those side stuff like you have, you know, Quan going off. You know, she's with Soren, and then she's pretty much like, I gotta go. I gotta go back to magical and fight. And it's like, okay, I don't really care about that right now. I want to see where this thing is going. Right. Stop adding more plot lines where you're expecting me to care about every single, you know, every single one. No, I want to know that what, you know, where we're going with John. And now, uh, and we got introduced to probably one of the most popular characters in Halo history, Cortana. She's finally here. Uh, yes. She's vo- voiced by Jen Taylor, who has done the voice of Cortana since Combat Evolved. She, and she still sounds fantastic. I mean, I know oh. there's ways to make her voice sound pretty similar to, you know, what she sounded like throughout the years, but damn, it like, it like, ah, so good. What do you think of her look, though? I felt like it was necessary. The 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 upgrade to her look was just... It, it was necessary. I feel like in the games, don't get me wrong, um, Cortana has a very specific look. Um, and she looks very AI-ish, if you want to call that. I right, mean, she looks right. like a computer program. Yeah. But I think the thing is, is, is you, you have come to know that Cortana is a AI that is always striving to learn and be like a human and try mm-hmm. to understand all of that. And yeah. I felt like them designing her to look like a human and stuff was the right move and her character design to me is just like i'm sorry it's it's better than the games it, it is i'm sorry i'm going to get so many people yelling at me in the comments here i'm just waiting for it and the hate mail to start coming but don't worry you'll have your people out there saying she's not curvy enough and it's like listen that's not why i play those games it's not why i like cortana <laughs> i think she's a great character to the game series but yeah i agree i think the design looks good she she is trying to be you know, she's designed to be as human as possible without being a human. You know, she's absolutely. And I like the, you know, the relationship she's starting to form with John. And I like the way that her and Halsey kind of go back and forth, especially when Halsey is, you know, she's defying orders or she's defying protocols and Cortana's calling her out. But then, you know, she's just like, you know, Halsey's like, listen, you, you know, just do this. All right. Just, you know, this, it's going to work out this way. And so Cortana is learning and then she ends up helping. Like when John is cutting out the the bead in his back. The emotional inhibitor bead in the back. Yeah. yeah. And at first, you know, Halsey, you know, Halsey doesn't care that he's doing it. She she pretty much tells Cortana go help him. And she's like, well, that that, you know, that's against the rules. That's against rule number whatever. And then she's like, I don't really care. Like you want to form a. Yeah, just do it. He needs he needs to learn that you're on his side. Yeah, he can't he he doesn't want to, you know, be a supporter, not a spy. And so Cortana shows up and of course, you know, John is in in his birthday suit, you know, cutting out this thing and Cortana's telling him exactly where to cut it out. And I really like where this relationship is going, where at first John is very against it, like very against it, where mm-hmm. every time she'd show up, he's like, go away, get out of here. Like the the like the response he has when he meets back up with the, with Silver Team, and she just pops up out of nowhere, and he's like, "Go away, get out of here." Yeah, yeah. He's he's just like there is nothing nice that he can say about Cortana in like the first right like fifteen minutes on screen that you you know that they're together because he's just like when he I mean after the after the surgery and everything is all done and you know Halsey's implanted Cortana into his into his brain basically. He's just kind of like, I don't need a babysitter. And she just kind of looks at him and goes like, do you want to meet her? And she, he goes, no, <laughs> I'm just not, like, not really. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, at that point I was like, dude, she's living in your head. <laughs> just like, you're going to meet her. Yeah. But hearing, hearing Jen Taylor's voice was just like, oh, nobody oh, else can be Cortana. Me. Nobody, nobody else could be the voice of Cortana. I know the original, I, I know that the actress who plays Halsey she was originally supposed to play Cortana. Like they were supposed to, 
like she that was her for the role she was actually going for and then they decided that they were just going to stick with Jen Taylor they were right. they'll make Cortana look like Halsey of like they did in the games but of course they'll have Jen Taylor's voice and then so and they like no we don't want you to leave we want we'll give you a different part so they gave her Halsey instead which I thought was great I thought it was a good choice I, I think the casting has been pretty spot on and while you know the 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 voices are different because like in the games obviously Halsey and and Cortana have the same voice because mm-hmm. Cortana's just a, basically a clone of Halsey. Yeah. Um I still think like the it's close enough. It it's still close enough and it it lets you f- I, I'm I'm sorry if they had cast Cortana with any sort of different voice to me yeah. that would have almost ruined the whole thing for me just yeah. basically just been like hey you know whatever because anybody can play cortana because it, it's not a real person they're they're it's totally cgi yeah they i mean they don't need a they don't need a face on this one so the fact that they were like hey we are going to pay jen taylor to come back and voice this character was like that was that to me was showing that these producers were like we got to do this right Mm-hmm. because they could have they could have they could have just cast anybody here they could have just been like we don't care we didn't read the source material we didn't play the games who cares somebody had to sit there and say nope nope we need her yeah we need her she is she is cortana in yep. every way shape and form so yeah, so John goes through a lot of different things. He at first he touches the artifact with the chip still inside. So he's still seeing the visions and trying to figure out what it is, but it's not until he takes the chip out it it that when he touches it again, he gets more you know out of it. Like he gets the full story. Uh you know, his father it was pretty much like his parents kind of sucked. From from the the last vision you yeah. see, they're like, oh man, like he's bare. You, at first, you think it's like a dog, like they're burying his dog in the backyard. But then you, f- but John thinks it's the other artifact that goes with the one that he's been touching. Mm-hmm. Because you see him like drawing a sketch of it. Yeah, and of course he, you know, he works with you know he forms kind of a relationship with Cortana because she's helping him out trying to figure out what planet it is that he's seeing from his mm-hmm. visions. And then of course you get that kind of that moment where he finally is feeling emotions. Like he already had gone around. He, he was wandering around reach, mm-hmm. you know, experiencing different things for the first time. And when he comes back, he tell, you know, they, when they find out the planet that is from his visions, he asks about his parents. And I guess it was, a, uh, I guess the planet had like a massive, like there was an infection that spread across the planet the planet and his parents were part of like a quarantine. Like there were some people who could leave the planet because of this, uh, you know, inf- it, it, infection, right? It was like some sort of plague or it something. Was, they just call it a plague. Basically. Yeah. Do you think this is the flood? I had my thoughts behind that because of how they just like, they made it so that it had to be, you know, nobody left. Yeah. No nobody leaves and I'm just kind of like that seems pretty pretty radical. I mean, you right. know, for the UNSC who's basically got like unlimited resources, you know, to be able to send like medical teams and stuff in there. Right. Especially since they kind of talk about how this this planet was part of a program to seed life on other planets, you know, as as humanity yeah. expanded out. Yep. And I'm I'm kind of just sitting there going like in the back of my head and I know I'm probably reading way too far into this, but I'm sitting there in the back of my head going like, man, the UNSC just wasted a lot of resources to get these people out there, get them set up and get them, you know, living. And now all of a sudden you're just kind of like, oh, you're all getting sick. So see ya. I, you know, and it's just and that and that's it. And then they just tell people that. We're not going to help them, but somehow, somehow. And this is what's sending up the biggest red flag for me is somehow they come and they take John from him. Yeah. And then, the, and then that's okay. So John oh. could have been infected. So why right. take John and not right. everybody else? 
Well, there's the thing is like it like maybe he still is. Maybe it's something that they couldn't see in him when they took. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm probably stretching a little bit. But well, that's why I'm thinking it's it could have been the flood was because he just wasn't infected. Everybody else was. They turned into mutant flood floody creatures, and he had they somehow somebody. You're gonna find out somehow in his backstory, some marine or somebody came and saved him. You know, just in the nick of time, they shot off a bunch of floods. Who I don't know. But I, really I have hope a it is the flood. I really hope. I, I really hope they don't create something new when you already have this established, you know, thing that you can use. Yeah, it doesn't need to be like like this. The way that the show's already been going, it doesn't need to stick strictly to what the game has done. But uh, like, you have the flood. Use them. Like, if you're going to talk about well, infections or a plague, the flood is that perfect thing. Like, to be able to to let's just imagine episode four as they land on this planet and they're exploring and they run into these massive flood creatures just lurking in the forest, just running around, destroying things. Like, that's what I want to see. I really hope they don't just create something brand new um, where it's like, but you had, you had it right there. Like, it was easy. And people are going to be like, oh, shit. Like, you know, they're going to have that oh, shit moment. Well, the thing is, is that if, if Halo is going to continue to run, the flood has to be introduced at some point. Yeah, I mean, uh, you you can't you can't run uh this this TV show and not even just make a nod to the flood. The flood right. is legitimately kind of like the big baddie, one of the scariest in, goddamn in things in one, video game history. Well, yeah, kind of because the, they're the, just like the Blag! ship the ship mission where you have to run around and destroy all the flood, where mm-hmm. the, it's literally the entire dude. It's one of the scariest levels of a video game I've ever played. It's yeah, no, the flood is one of those things that was just made made of nightmares. It's yeah, just legit. And it's, I'm I'm oof. kind of I'm kind of both excited and deadly afraid to see like flood in like good CGI. Yeah. Especially because they were scary in like you know, X, X, in, Xbox in, graphics. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know if my little brain is ready <laughs> to see like actual like human beings with like you know sticking out of them i'm just like i don't know if i'm ready for that no this show does uh, this show loves to show you some really like just cringy mm-hmm. like like kind of what the hell kind of moments like when so halsey has a conversation with her clone so it's a flash clone so they're very much the same mind uh where the the clone knows a lot about like what's going on and and like they talk about john and and all this other stuff and then so like you we were talking about and you said it like they're using her for her brain they're gonna kill her transfer her brain you know over to you know into cortana and then she's dead which it's gruesome how they do this oh my gosh i still have a little bit of a cringe for that Mm, that needle shot man or it just lingers there and then it just right into her eye i was like ah yeah and then and then on top of that like after the whole thing's done just a little trickle of blood out of her nose i'm just like i'm just like the side of her eye yeah yeah we already knew she was dead guys we did not need any more confirmation to that and then they just drop her drop the dead body in an acid bath and just basically just get rid of the body i'm just like yeah well we, we we know that other doctor is in love with halsey because he tries to kiss the clone but she walks in right as Mm -hmm. as he's about to because that'll be the, that was probably the closest he was ever going to get to being with Halsey. So yeah, that's he was it. he's a weird character, man. He, like he is creepy. You're kind of starting to see kind of an unhinged side of him, and I'm just yeah. kind of like, oh, okay, so he's kind of the creepy like stalker doctor. Yeah, I don't know. He's made me uncomfortable to be honest. He he does have a very cringy personality behind him. Yeah. Uh, we also see Miranda Keys. She's tasked with running a team parallel to her mother, uh, which I thought was pretty funny. And it's pretty much one of those things where, like, uh, Commander Keys and the uh, the Admiral, I'm not going to try to pronounce her last name, uh, they pretty much are like, okay, so Halsey's going on a trip with John or with Master Chief and so go take you know this is your time like it's one of those things where it's like you can't work together it's like this person's out of the room go touch it real quick and then get out of there before she comes back yeah i thought that whole thing was pretty funny 
I feel like there's not a, we, we're not getting enough of Miranda Keys and I want to see more. I want to see more with her. I feel like it's just not enough. We get like a minute and a half of screen time of her talking, having a conversation either with her father or the admiral. And then that's it. We don't see her for the rest of the episode. And I'm like, where we need more. Give uh, me we more need you in here. Um, Why can't it, like I want to see an interaction between her and Halsey? Where I know that's probably going to happen at some point in the in the series. So I, I I'm asking too much this early. Well, it's like you said, though, I feel like the whole Miranda Keys thing is one thing that's just not going to be tied up with a nice little bow by the no, end of the season. I agree. And it's just like it's like you're sitting here and you're just like Miranda Keys is destined for grace. Greatness. You know, she is. She's got to somewhere because in the games, she plays such a big role. Mm-hmm. And right now she is such a side character. Yep. She is just she is like a total second thought. I mean, it's like you said, she gets like a minute and a half of screen time. And most of the time it's just her complaining about her mom. And I'm just like, I'm like, this character is not being used. Nope. What do you think is going on with the um, I can't remember which member it is of uh, Silver Team. Uh, Yeah, it's like spying on John. Like she like she sees him taking the chip out and like she's always around when something that's probably not supposed to be going on is going on is does it, she have a crush on him it, maybe it, does she have um, like feelings for john you think even though she also has this emotional you know the the suppressive chip in her i i don't know what to think but you do you do you see her really watching after he in, or after cortana kind of introduces um, herself to the team, you know, and talks yeah. about, hey, you know, I'm going to be helping Master Chief stuff like that. And then you you kind of see her um after John takes his emotional inhibitor uh thing out, you see her kind of watching him again. And I'm I'm kind of like, I'm like, is she? You know, they talk about these Spartans. They're all like, hey, we trust you. We 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 trust your decisions. Is she starting to turn on John? Or is she, like you said, is she jealous that now John's got Cortana? Or is it, what what is this dynamic here? But there's, a, I mean, like, you only see two shots of this. And you're just kind of like, you're just kind of like, what is, what is she doing? What's right. in her mind? Yeah, it's, it's, it was, it's definitely weird. It's, but like we said, it's is a, this is C, or episode i keep saying season this is episode three so we still have a few episodes to go um but like i said I've, i'm really intrigued to see where this john story is going i want to see more from the covenant i feel like we're not getting enough we're getting a human who is acting for the covenant which is like this is not we want the we want this this fight between the covenant and the spartans and mostly master chief you know that's what we want to see when we see these fights like i feel right them using a human in place of the covenant it's like why do you kind just not have the out. budget to make you know a bunch of members of the covenant because it is a lot of cgi i don't know maybe i'm just being too uh no i i feel the same way as you because i'm just kind of like i feel like they're using her because they either didn't have the budget or they didn't feel like they had the time to animate like armies of of elites or grunts yeah. or whatever and i feel like maybe that's why you're you're not seeing all of these other pieces of the covenant is because it's like they didn't have the budget to animate all of this you know where basically in the games you know you you would see all of these you'd see jackals you'd see elites you'd see grunts you'd see hunters all in the same fight and so far we've seen elites yeah um, i just all, feel like all i'm saying and I am speaking for Shoning too. Give us some goddamn grunts. Give us the damn grunts, and then I will I will <laughs> lay off. <laughs> but that's about it. That's about the the gist of the the episode. Uh, like I said, they, they the Soren Quan part of it was kind of like I don't really care. You know, she pretty much has him deliver her to back to Magical with deuterium like payment, which I guess is like yeah some valuable resource from magical which is like okay cool i just I, I i just don't have any interest in that part of the story because i thought I, that Quan was going to be part of john's story but then john leaves her with soren 
and then does his own thing. And you're like, well, I hope this comes back around and it's not just, you know, something completely different that I don't really care as much about. I feel like, I mean, obviously John and Quan have to have to cross paths again. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the thing that's got me curious is that um, you hear uh, Mackie talk about after she can't get the information she wants off of the UNSC ship, um, you know, she's going to Madrigal. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I'm sitting here in the back of my head going like, okay, Juan and Mackie are going to be the first ones to meet up. How does John come back into this? And I'm also kind of just like, why why is madrigal just why why is this such a a big deal important part why why are we focusing so hard on this because honestly i feel like madrigal was really important in the first episode and then it was just thrown thrown to the side yeah um we we get shots here and there of like the that dictator guy you know the the kaiju guy right. from <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, he's doing he's doing, you know, shitty things, but that's that's all we're getting. We're not getting really yeah. much more. And that's just the thing. I'm just like sitting here going like I'm going like, OK, so we know that he's still being a dick. Yep. what why why are we why are we riding this horse here? I mean, I don't understand. And I, I'm sure maybe episode four will will fill all that in. And I'm jumping way to conclusions here. But I'm just like, I'm like, we are. I'm with you. I've got this story here with Cortana and John that I am just, I am fully invested in. I, yeah. I want to know all about this. I want to see how Cortana helps him. I want John to figure out his memories because now that he's got his uh, uh, emotional inhibitor thing out, he, to me, all of a sudden became the master chief that we see in the games. Yeah. He's a, he's a free thinker. He feels he makes choices based upon his, his head and his heart. And I'm like, okay, we, this is the John that I know. This is we're we're actually getting somewhere with his character now. Um, it's just, why, why are we writing these other ones? I got to sit here and think that by the end of episode nine on the season finale, that we are going to have a epic space or ground battle back on Madrigal. I, I just got, I got to yeah. think this because it's just, it's, they keep bringing it up too much. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. To be honest, after watching the end of this episode, like I'm just, I, my mindset is what the hell is going on with John? Like what is going to happen on this planet? That is all I cared about. I really like, yeah. like I, we, 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 we're enjoying the show. We are enjoying the show. Like I said, I'm very invested in this show, but mostly this specific plot line. Right. If everything comes together coherently, which yeah, it's a TV show, <laughs> most of the time doesn't, but hopefully it does. You know, then I'll be like, okay, this is cool. But like, I care more about the John plotline than I care than I mean, the Quan and Soren magical plotline is like, oh yeah, that's still there. Mm-hmm. Where I feel I like the Mackie situation is going to meet up with 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 John. Because she's looking for the artifact and she's looking for him. So that's going to all make sense, hopefully. And of course, Halsey and Cortana are part of John. So that's, you know, everything that's happening there. That's what I care about the most. Stop adding 17 different plot lines for me to hope to care about. And then try to make it all make sense in the end. Because it most of the time it doesn't work. It, you know, just... It, and most TV shows that try to do that, it just doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. So we shall the see. Only, the only thing I feel like that this TV show does have going for it is that each episode is an hour long. Yeah. So if we look at it on the bright side, they have six hours of screen time to to weave us the, the rest of this web. Yeah. And and I mean, I got to sit there and I got to think to myself, I was like, well, if this was a movie, technically the movie would have been over by now. Mm hmm. I mean, you would have had three hours of screen time. We probably we would have been well done with a normal movie right now. Yeah. So I just keep I keep sitting here thinking to myself, like, if they got six hours of screen time, surely they can start to kind of put a, a bow on on some of these these topics that they've already brought. Because I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out right here. I'm gonna tell you what I think the end of the end of the 
first season is going to be. Reach has got to get glassed. It's got to go. Reach has got to be destroyed. Right here. I'm, I'm calling it because to get to Halo, it, at least in the video games, Reach had to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. And I almost... Mm, I would almost bet 20 bucks to say that you're not going to see actual Halo in this first no. season. Except for maybe a end credit or like last shot at the end of the finale. I see that happening. All of that. I I just, I do. I just, I, I am sitting here and I'm just, and that's, I guess I think that's what's bothering the mo- me the most, Parker, is we're dealing with all of these things and you're talking, and you've brought up many good points about the whole thing and the, we, we got to deal with Madrigal, we got to deal with Quan, we got to deal with all of these side, I call them side quests. Yeah. <laughs> but That's what they are. In, in in my head, I've got this thing where I know like the end of this season has got to almost end up and it's got to be with the Covenant's got to go attack Reach. Yeah. And Reach is going to, the UNSC is going to lose. Uh, yeah. I feel the, and, uh, I, sorry, I feel that that, yeah, I feel like the whole, um, because uh, Mackie, she's going to find the artifact. She's going, and the artifact is on Reach right now. John and mm-hmm. Halsey are gone. That's that perfect yep. opportunity to like pretty much destroy Reach to get the artifact. And then it's kind of like by the time John and Halsey come back, it's too late. Yeah. No, I feel like something's got to happen there. So I'm just, I'm sitting here in the, in my head trying to trace where the next six episodes have got to go. And I'm yeah. just like, we have, we have got to get so far in a story to get basically in what I think is back to Reach. Right. And I'm just like, I, I hope we can do it. <laughs> I, I just, let's I hope, hope we can do let's it. Let's hope. Well, but. that is going to be it for our discussion on episode three of Halo. What, what did you guys think of the episode? Did you guys enjoy it? Did you not? Uh, please leave a comment down below on the YouTube video. Make sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. If you listen to us, make sure to rate us on any of the podcast services. Uh, Spotify, leave us, you know, you can rate us there. Good Pods, which is uh, an, a new podcast app that I have been listening to all of my podcasts on. Uh, you can rate and re- uh, leave reviews just like, you know, Apple Podcasts. So, you know, do that if you listen to us on Good Pods. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you listen to us there. Shoning, again, thank you so much for being here. He will be back again next week when we talk about episode four. He's going to be here for the whole season of Halo. I'm excited. It's 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 been a great two weeks, and I can't wait for the for the rest of it. Especially being able to talk to somebody who has as much passion about Halo as you. Um, again, thank you so much for being here. Thank Until next me. time. I am Brett Parker. That is Andrew Schoening. This is Dissect That Film Slice of TV. We'll see y'all next week. Bye.